You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 196. So close to that big 200, which is crazy, which is nuts, right? But it is Monday morning here and we are doing another podcast. As always, love to start the week with positivity, talking about financial things, business things, things that can hopefully help you on the pathway to financial freedom. And I do just want to thank everyone who's reached out recently. In particular, there's been a a number of messages of people reaching out recently. They've discovered the podcast, uh, they're getting value out of it, and they're messaging me directly, letting me know the things they're learning and what they're getting out of it. I truly appreciate that. I want to thank everyone for being here, listening to the podcast, downloading it, supporting it, all those sorts of things as we come towards that crazy number of 200 episodes. Because as I say all the time, it was like, well, let's just do 10 and see what happens. And here we are at episode 196. Now, today, I want to talk about chat GPT. Uh, this is obviously something that there's a lot of chat about, right? Lots of people are talking about it, new technology. And is this something we should be really excited about? Is this something we should be embracing? Is this the next quantum leap in what we're doing in the world in general? Uh, or is this something we should be scared of? Is this something that is like, you know, marketing is done now. Marketing is dead because chat GPT is going to take over. And I just want to look at some of the things about it. Obviously, we can't talk about all the things and, you know, make crazy predictions of what would happen. But what I want to do as an overall starting point um, with everything, but especially chat GPT, like I mean, chat GPT, if you haven't heard of this yet, you know, just quickly Google it. AI software that's really built on basically it has learned every single bit of language um, that we have put out in in the life in the eternity of uh, in the entirety I should say of human lifespan, right? And it can write words and write marketing copy and write sentences and write stuff in a way in like at a speed and in a way that is incredible. Like just, as I said, just a huge quantum leap in the AI technology in particular, because this one has been focused on the written word and it's learnt through reading all the words that we've already created. So it speaks very much like a human. So what does that mean? Right. And what I would like to say is with everything and, and and, I mean, call me a, Call me a sort of boring vanilla person at times. I was just chatting with a friend in Melbourne about this. I mean, you know, Angie and I, our whole life is really built, a lot of it is built on being boring and in the middle and just sticking to what we're good at and just staying there and, you know, staying in our little lane. But one thing I've always held on to, one mindset I've always held on to all throughout life is that nothing is ever as good or as bad as it seems. Nothing is ever as good or as bad, especially as the media makes it out to be. And as we know, over the past few years, particularly, we've been told some of the worst things in human history are coming. And, you know, we got through them okay. Like here we still are. And and I was, Angie and I were at a a comedy thing four or five nights ago, Valentine's Day. We had a a couple's date with some good friends and went to this comedy thing. You would not have known there's been any kind of history of any kind of challenges and viral challenges in the world, right? Things are never as bad as they're made out to be. And things are never as good as they're made out to be. And 
often we can find that, you know, and sometimes that's because people love to give hype. You know, anything new is exciting. There's hype. This is going to be the thing that changes things. This is going to be the thing that changes things forever. Um, but in our 11 years of network marketing, I've seen at least half a dozen, 10 things that are like going to be the next big step. And these things are going to take over and nothing will ever be the same. Nothing was ever going to be the same as when we had Instagram. Like Instagram was going to be this quantum leap. Now, social media, yes, has totally shifted how we speak. But when Instagram particularly came along, it was just like, man, all you got to do is just put a picture of your products up and people would just come running to you wanting to buy, right? And we discovered that that didn't actually happen, okay? Uh, That's not what happens. In fact, if you put photos of your products up, you generally just get the trolls now. You know, the human nature adapts, you know. Um, And the same often with investing. And I'm sure many of you, when you're new to investing, you can hear from people who will tell you this is the greatest investment ever. This thing pays for itself. Even again, people hype up the product sells itself. If the product sold itself, the company wouldn't pay you to sell it. Like, please remember that thing as as a, <laughs> a little bit of information always to take with you. If someone says the product sells itself, why is the company paying you all this money to go out there and sell it? Companies want to make a profit. Companies always want to maximize their profit. If they could sell it themselves, they wouldn't need us. They pay us because they can't sell it themselves. They pay us to go out and sell it, right? So we're going to think the same you know, investment opportunities that we've been offered. And this is going to be the greatest thing. You're going to 10x your money, all that kind of stuff. And occasionally we've jumped in with them. We're generally very cautious of them. Occasionally we've jumped in on them. And a lot of them, we're lucky to get our money back. You know, hope to get our money back. And we were promised 10xing your money, no worries. And now we're hoping to get our money back, right? Things are never as good or as bad as they seem. So ChatGPT, you've got people over here saying this is going to totally revolutionize everything. This is the greatest thing ever. And you've also got people over here, is this going to change the world forever? And like, watch out, like this is actually scary what is going on. So I don't think it's going to be as bad or as good as they're making out to be. I think it's going to be a a shift, a large pivot in how we communicate and how we create our businesses. But like anything else in the world, there are going to be people who see this as the opportunity to be lazy and people who see this as the opportunity that, you know what, like this is just going to do all the work for me, like Instagram was going to. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, we'll get to, we'll come back to LinkedIn in a sec. LinkedIn was supposed to be, again, the quantum leap because you could just talk straight to business professionals. You weren't faffing about with like average Joe and Jane. No, speak straight with business professionals, right? Again, where is LinkedIn now? We'll talk about that in a sec. But the reality is, in everything, in every change, you know, in every sector, there's always going to be some point where we have a quantum leap. And this is probably the closest thing we've got to a quantum leap in the AI space. But humans, at the end of the day, will always prefer to work with humans. And with my university background, with the, you know, the psychology and the neuroanatomy training and everything we did, guys, the brain is so, so incredibly fine-tuned and wired over generations and generations and generations and generations and generations of evolution that to the point where we have a little thing in our brain called the RAS, the RAS, a reticular activating system. And again, you can Google it if you want to be a science nerd. Think about it as the BS meter. Okay, so if you've got kids in the car, just like earmuff them, the bullshit meter. 
Okay. Humans can smell bullshit. We just have this innate ability. And again, someone can sit there with all the logic in the world and you can sit there at the sales presentation, at the meeting, at the you know timeshare opportunity, and they can give you all the logical reasons why you should invest in this timeshare or whatever it is, right? And you just sit there and you know there's something going on in your stomach saying something's not right. I just don't quite trust this person. And as good as ChatGPT is, as incredible as the information that it can give out, it can't still at this moment, it can't still replicate the emotions of two humans talking to each other. Now, again, there's going to be people who say this is the easiest thing ever. I'm going to be lazy and I'm just going to put stuff into chat GPT and it's going to like create messages that I can send out to friends for me. I'm going to put stuff into chat GPT and it's going to create website copy and I can just create a website and people are going to go to it. Okay. It's going to have some advantages like that. It's going to help people with the spoken word for sure. But again, if you're looking at how do I shortcut the process through this, it's not going to work. It's not going to help you. If you look at this, okay, well, how do I use this to systemize, to automate, to get rid of some of the challenges, but then still allow me to that frees up the time. I can automate some of my uh, like website creation, all that kind of stuff, but that gives me more time to still connect with humans and human to human connection, then chat GPT will be a great thing for you. But it's how we use it. It's how we look at it. Because there will never be anything, I shouldn't say never, never say never, but there won't be anything that can recreate that human to human connection that our brains are evolved to love. And we all know when we sit there and, you know, read something or like have a bot reach out to us, all those sorts of things, we know deep down in our stomach, this isn't real. This is a robot like, and I'm not feeling comfortable about this. So let's just talk about a couple of other things as well. And One of the big things, you know, whenever there's something brand new, whenever there's something revolutionary, you know, one of the good things to do is to follow the money. And um, like ChatGPT, from what I've heard and from what I've read, and again, these figures, I did read these a little while ago, so they may be a little bit out of date, Um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've heard, it costs about $100 million a month to run. You know, just the sheer power and generation, the running costs of this are about $100 million a month, okay? So when something's $100 million a month, it's not gonna be free. <laughs> like, uh, it's, you know, it's it's gonna be a, a very expensive thing at the end of the day. Now there's money coming in, and it's always good to just sort of see what money's coming in as to where this thing will probably go. There's a company called Microsoft, and I'm sure we all know the company Microsoft, right? And Microsoft is a software company, certainly through the 90s, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Microsoft is the big money behind, like who wants to really be behind all this. Microsoft's the one really coming in on this chat GPT thing. Now, the problem is Microsoft also just announced the other day they're going to lay off 10,000 people. So where is Microsoft really coming from? And like, what is their intention of what they're doing with this thing? But the bigger problem is that Microsoft have the like the opposite of the Midas touch. Microsoft recently has been a company that everything they touch turns to crap. (laughs) They just, again, they used to have this Midas touch all those years ago, but now everything they touch just turns to crap. So 12 years ago, 2011, yeah, 12 years ago, Microsoft bought Skype, right, for $8.5 
billion dollars, $8.5 billion. There's a lot of money for Skype. Now, a lot of you have probably never used Skype, or if you remember it, you'll remember how crap it was. It was clunky. It was terrible. Zoom came along and really did change the game there. Like Zoom came along and everything had to pick up. And Skype just got so left behind. Microsoft bought this company for $8.5 billion and ruined it. And ruined it to a point where people never want to use it. Now, there's a... So for a lot of people, uh, you know, when you see me do my lives, if you see me do my live trainings, if you're on the, the boot camp, the social media boot camp yesterday, you'll notice I use a product called StreamYard. So StreamYard's a product where you can go live and it just gives you those extra features of, you know, nicer picture, sharing slides, bringing guests on and off, all that kind of stuff. There's another software called Ecamm. Now, Ecamm's actually probably a better software. It's got better usability. There's a couple of limitations with StreamYard as far as like bigger events, which is annoying. You'd love to use it for bigger events, but it's got some limitations. But the problem with Ecamm is if you want to bring a guest in, like I bought Fraser Brooks in last week, you have to use Skype. And so Ecamm is dead now as well. Like Ecamm is struggling because no one wants to use Skype. No one wants to use Ecamm because no one wants to use Skype. Right, Microsoft just got this great product and turned it into a turd. Now, again, we're talking about LinkedIn. 2016, Microsoft bought LinkedIn for $26 billion. Like $26 billion seven years ago, they paid for this company, for this website, I should say. And I, I, have, I do not hear LinkedIn ever mentioned. I have not heard people talk about LinkedIn pretty much since they bought it. The only time I ever hear about LinkedIn is when you you see like people share you the memes of like the LinkedIn influencers and these people who share like, you know, very, very, very uh, self, um, self-promoting self posts on their LinkedIn. And it's all about, you know, the person who works at the McDonald's drive-thru is a, you know, I have a window office for a multi-billion dollar company all around the world kind of stuff and, and how people perceive themselves on LinkedIn versus what they're actually achieving, right? LinkedIn is essentially a meme now. LinkedIn is a joke. And Microsoft bought that for like billions and billions of dollars, right? It's just ridiculous. So what is the future of ChatGPT if Microsoft gets it, right? And Microsoft gets their grubby little hands on it and ruins it, right? This could be one of the next big things, but Microsoft is quite, has a history at least, of ruining things that are good. So is it going to be as good as it could be? I don't know, because Microsoft is going to ruin it. And is it going to be as good for your business as it could be? Well, it depends on how you perceive it. Are you going to be at a point where you're getting lazy with it and you're sitting there saying, I don't need to reach out to people. I don't need to connect. I don't need to come up with an offer. I don't need to actually like find my own brand. I don't need to find what's unique about me and my niche and all those sorts of things because I'm just going to put some words into chat GPT and it will do all the work for me. No. Okay. And again, like even if Microsoft get it and they don't mess it up, it's probably going to become quite expensive to use. Now, I did a podcast episode probably 100 or so episodes ago now, um, you know, quite some time ago, talking about ClickFunnels. Again, ClickFunnels was going to change marketing as we knew it. Now, ClickFunnels has certainly changed marketing, but it didn't revolutionize marketing. And certainly in the network marketing space, there's people who use it. And yes, put my hand up. I use uh, ClickFunnels as the website software for my book and, you know, for my coaching and mentoring, the book, that's all a ClickFunnels process. We didn't build our network marketing business using ClickFunnels, but I built this business using network uh, using ClickFunnels, right? But the reality is 
people who want to use ClickFunnels will know it's quite an expensive product to use. And so when people come to me and say, can you help me build a funnel for my network marketing business? The very first thing I say to them is, look, are you actually even aware of how much it costs just to have a membership to ClickFunnels and the number of sales that you're going to need to be able to create from this ClickFunnels just to cover the costs? Like you need to be aware of those sorts of things. So there are so many challenges that will come up that are human nature challenges that always get in the way of any technological advance, right? Is it going to be as good as possible? Probably not. Is it going to be as bad as like the world's going to end and all that kind of stuff? No, because humans will always know in their gut when they're actually dealing with a person and when they're dealing with a robot. And if you're on the the social media branding bootcamp yesterday, we did talk about it sort of right at the end. And again, I've done episodes on it. It's probably worth revisiting, but super quickly. This is why you don't copy and paste stuff, okay? This is why you don't copy and paste stuff because people pick up. Again, people have these incredibly perceptive bullshit meters in their brain and they can see that you've copy and pasted someone else's post. They can see the languaging. They're like, that's not how Andrew speaks. The other day, I actually reached out to a girl and I you know, reached out to her with love and support, but she literally dead set just completely copy and pasted uh, a post of mine, like word for word. And even in the post, it said like, you know, in my professional life as a physiotherapist, in my past life as a professional physiotherapist or exactly what I wrote, but I talked about my past life as a physiotherapist and she copy and pasted the post to the point where she said that in her past life, she was a physiotherapist. And I reached out to her and said, hey, your audience knows that's not true. <laughs> your, your audience knows that you've used someone else to create your language. You've used a different process to actually create your own word. And humans will always be able to pick that up. Humans will always be able to smell when just something's not right. And again, we get that little feeling in our gut and we get that little like uneasiness. And again, someone can list all the reasons you should buy, all the reasons you should do this, list off every single amazing attribute, feature, benefit, blah, blah, blah in the world. But something just won't sit right And we're going to, you know, it just doesn't work. People just don't want to act. Some people do, but they never feel great about it. And again, there's the saying, if someone's convinced against their will, they have the same opinion still. So you might be able to convince them to start using an outside source, an outside voice, but they'll never stick around. You might be able to convince them to buy your first product, but you'll never get them to stick around long enough because they still remain unconvinced. And remember, this is the business of leadership. This is a business of human connection. This is a business of people believing in you. It's not about your product. It's not about your compensation plan. It's do they believe in you? And that is the most important thing in the world. So last little thing while we talk about AI. And if you haven't, there's a really great book uh, and a just book recommendation to sort of finish up on. Um, so many of you will know there was a, a, a famous book that came out um I don't know, maybe five years ago, very famous book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, right? And, you know, the F and and everything else is is then blotted out on the book. Uh, But it was a really great, it's a really great book. I highly recommend you read it. Um, And a lot of people obviously had quite a controversial title and it, you know, created that polarity and dichotomy and all that kind of stuff. But he actually wrote a follow-up. So the author wrote a follow-up called Everything is F'd. And in it, he talks a lot about AI and just where it's going. Now, again, this book is its probably actually 10 years ago that the first book came out. This one's probably more five years ago. But 
he makes some interesting points just about human nature and AI. And I'm not going to sit here and, you know, convince you either way. Like we all have our own opinions on what's coming and, and should we be scared or should we be embracing it? Um, but it's just a really good book to read as well. I think it just gives a, an insight that I'd certainly never thought of. He gives some insight and some thoughts and that, you know, just made me sort of think, oh, that's interesting. I've never, you know, it didn't change my mind, but it also just presented some information that I thought was quite interesting. So if you are interested in that, uh, you know, in there and you want to learn more about the whole AI thing and all that kind of stuff, that's a great book to read. And obviously ChatGPT is a different AI. It's probably one that, in the same way that Henry Ford made a quantum leap in how cars were produced and so car production was changed in the same way that we had the uh, the internet and that you know the the actual world wide web and the production of the internet certainly changed things in so many ways but it didn't stop human society actually interacting with each other again one of the reasons I'm openly you know dubious and skeptical on the crypto world is because people sit there and say crypto is going to change everything no it won't crypto may change just how we exchange value for goods and services but it doesn't actually change the fact that you've still got to give someone value before they give you their money and whether that is gold coins you know money cotton notes like beads <laughs> like anything like that or it's like you know crypto and it's little numbers in the back of a computer We've still got to give people value. All these things create changes and pivots, but they don't make these quantum leaps where humans are no longer needed. We just don't have that happening. So before we go, I want to thank our subscriber of the week. So I haven't done a subscriber of the week for the last couple of weeks. Sorry, I've just been, we didn't do a Monday one the other day because it was, I had that big travel day and was Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. So I've had a number of people uh, tag me in their stories. I'm at Andrew James Logan. If you want to be subscriber of the week as well, they've taken a screenshot on their device, tagged me in their stories, thank me for the thing, uh, thank for the episode and what they've learned. So I want to thank all those people as well. I do want to recognize Wayne Smith, who even did a post on his wall. He did a post, he was walking down the beach and listening to the podcast episode. So Wayne, I'm going to spin the wheel here. Wayne, I'm going to send you my time management course. So you won the time management course. So Wayne Smith, reach out to me, shoot me a message. I'm going to send you the time management course so you can hopefully help with your time management mastery. Everyone else, as always, thank you for supporting the podcast. Hope this episode in particular helps because it is a, a topic that we're talking about a lot at the moment. We'll be back with another podcast episode on the Thursday. Until then, hope you have an amazing week and I'll catch you all soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.